Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I will be having my second episode of previewing the Bundesliga teams. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to it, and then you can listen to this one. I'll be reca- I'll be previewing Frankfurt, Cologne, Freiburg, Hertha Berlin, Hoffenheim, and Mainz in this episode. I'll begin with Frankfurt. They will have the same coach, Oliver Glasnow, uh, as last year. He was he did a successful job, really, really successful job in the Europa League, as most people know. Frankfurt did end up winning it, although Frankfurt was really, really disappointing in the league. They did not have a great finish, and most people were a bit surprised after seeing that they had won the uh, Europa League, but done so poorly in the league. They had, they finished eleventh four spots out of a Europe spot, but they obviously will be competing in the Champions League after winning the Europa League. And I think that could cause some issues, but we'll first talk about their squad. They lose a few players, not a whole ton. It's not as bad as I think it could have been because they they definitely have some stars on their team that could be poached, maybe still uh still could still could leave. Uh, Steven Zuber left for Athens. Uh, Rodrigo Zalazar left for Schalke. Those are two of their bigger ones. Um, Eric Doom uh, left for the second Bundesliga for $2 million. Kor left for Mainz for $3 million. So they did pick up some decent ones. Danny DaCosta left on a free transfer to Mainz. Uh, so did uh, Talk. But those were really their be- their biggest um, losses. And even uh, leaving losing Steven Zuber wasn't that big of a deal because he had already been on Athens for last year. They just got a million from him. So that's not bad business at all. They do spend it on Lucas Alario from Leverkusen for uh, $6.7 which I think is a pretty good pickup. They really do need a striker, and he could really be that. Uh, They also get Mario Goza. And obviously, everyone knows him for the goal he scored that won Germany the World Cup. But I think he's he's still got he still got time in him. He was a bit of a flop, had some injuries, hasn't been as good as obviously people had thought he could have been. But I don't think he's I don't think you can say he's completely wasted. I think he could definitely provide something for this Frankfurt team. He had four goals, four assists in the Eredivisie, so not the most productive season, but. The expected goals to show that he could have gotten a few more and didn't play bad and had some good link up play, so he could still be very productive. Um, then they get uh Jens Peter Hau on a permanent deal, which is great business. He was good for them last season, two goals, two assists in the league, but he he's very he's still young. He's twenty two years old and he could really develop for them. Uh, they didn't get a whole ton of other major players. They get um, Jerome Anjungui from uh, Sa- um, from uh, Salzburg, which is a he's pretty he was pretty decent. I mean, he didn't really play much, so we'll see if he even plays this season or makes an impact. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. It really will be to see how much of an impact he does make, but. Uh, they also get Rondel Colo uh, Manuani from Nantes on a free transfer. He was decent last year, scored 12 goals, four, four assists in the uh, Liga. So, did have a pretty successful season overall. And I think could really make a positive impact on this uh, Frankfurt team. In their first game, 
Uh, Rafael Santos Borer started up top. He's one of their key players. Goza and Lindstrom's uh, put themselves in the attacking mid positions, and then Costa and Knauf are their wing are on the outside backs. But uh, Frankfurt most often lined up in a th- back three with two wing backs, two midfielders, um, and then three attackers. Most often, it's two attacking mids with a striker up top. So a th- uh, three four two one. And really, their strength, I believe, comes from their outside backs. So Kostic, everyone knows who Philip Kostic is. He's 29. He's a fantastic player. He's been doing it for Frankfurt forever. He came to Frankfurt in 2014. Since then, he's been on a tear. Last year, he had four goals, nine assists. And he'd even done a little bit better in the previous seasons. But he's been very good for Frankfurt and very consistent. He gets quite a few assists a season. And then last year, they picked up Engzer Knauf midseason, and then he was so solid last season. Very, very, very good. And from he's on loan from Dortmund, but he'll be very key in this season. Then in the game they played um, against uh, Medesberg, who are in the second Bundesliga. So it's it's not like they're playing a complete terrible team, like from the fourth fourth Bundesliga. Uh, Frankfurt got a 4 nothing win. Kamada got two, Lindstrom got one, and then off the bench, Lucas Olario got one. And I think he could be very key. I think, well, because Santos Barrera isn't exactly like the out-and-out striker. He can play as a center forward. So maybe he drops down a line, and then they put Olario up. I would like to see Olario get game time for them, because I think he can really be a key player. He was decent for... To be fair, though, to him, he didn't start, obviously, because last season he was behind Patrick Schick, but he did get six goals, and uh, minutes per goal, he had 110 minutes, and that's really good, to be fair. So, he can definitely be relied on, and there's a very good start to his life at Frankfurt. I would say they're key players. Borer, obviously, he was good for them last season. He got uh, goal contributions, which he needed. He had eight goals, four assists. And uh, wasn't bad overall. I, I think I think he could stay. We'll see how much game time he gets with Ilario and how he fits in with him. Maybe they form a strike partnership. That could be very interesting. And Dicka at the back is very very good. It's very solid center back. A little bit surprised. He I mean he's been on the market. He, uh, he's twenty two years old, so very attractive. Played very well last season. So, and he's just been improving since he came to Frankfurt in 2018. So we'll see how long he stays at uh, Frankfurt. But overall, what a center back. They have another good center back in Tuta. Another young center back. He's 23 years old. He played very well last season. And those are and they're very, very two young and talented center backs. And so I think that those are those are great players to have. Then they have Trap, who saved a penalty in this cup game, and overall just solid. You know what you're going to get from him, and a German international. So by the way, by the looks of it, he's very, very good. I'd say they've built their team pretty well this season. We'll see how it turns out. They, I think, I think it's going to be a little bit less than people what people think, especially on the side of how they'll do in the league. Just because of the fact that they have Champions League, they have they don't have the deepest squad in the world. They didn't force this off season, but I mean, you never know. I th- I think they'll do fine. I think they could maybe get into the 
Europe positions, but Champions League, I think, could take a lot out of him. We'll see how that goes. Next up is Cologne. Stefan Baumgartner, same coach. Uh, as last season, he put usually most often will play a four-two-three-one. Although he he's he is known to mix it up here and there. He won't play the same. Unfortunate start to Cologne as they do lose in their cups game on penalties, two-two game, and then it, uh, Ron uh, Johannesburg beats them, and they're currently leading the second Bundesliga. So it's not like they're a fourth division team like I said earlier. So I mean it's 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 not the worst loss you could have, but it's not exactly how you want to start your season. They have lost Ozakon, who was their center defensive midfielder and very, very good last season. That responsibility now falls to Elash Shikri, uh, who was very good last season, but didn't always play in such a deep role. Now he has moved back to probably his more comfortable position in center defensive midfield, and we'll see how well he can shield the back line this season. It'll be interesting how they adapt with him. Uh... Killian, Tiggs, and Adamian come in. It'll be interesting to see how they integrate into the squad. Uh, Adamian is from Hoffenheim. He he didn't have a lot of game time last season, and because of that, he went to Belgium on the second half in the second half of the season. He played fine, but he didn't again. He didn't get much game time. Only had one goal. We'll see how he fares. Maybe he can give Cologne some spark in the attack, but I mean that I'll talk about their best player in a second. They get um, Eric Martel, a center defensive midfielder from Leipzig. He didn't. He played um, in the Aust- in the uh, for Austria Ven last season. Didn't get much game time. Did get a goal. Not a bad player, but very very young, and I don't know how much he'll play. Stefan takes though another center forward, so they're reinforcing their attack. We'll see how much it benefits. I, I really don't know with Cologne. It, it could be all over the spectrum. He wasn't bad last season for Dortmund, but he was overperforming as XG. So we'll see how that goes. But their key players are huge. They're absolutely ginormous. You have Anthony Modeste, who last season was absolutely phenomenal. Didn't get a goal in the cup match, but I mean, that's just... A cup match. It's not that big of a deal. He had 20 goals last season, three assists. His XG was right there too. He wasn't overperforming it by a lot either. So that does give you good signs of he could really, really be good. Averaging a goal every 130 minutes, which is absolutely phenomenal for a striker. He's 34 years old. So I don't know how much Cologne can count on him. That's kind of why they've made some reinforcements, maybe he isn't able to play every game, but, I mean, when you have a striker of his quality up there, it's it's going to be really hard to uh, stop. So, I, I think that's that's a very, very big positive for Cologne. Another player I would like to highlight, uh, Mark Ut, who does get a goal in this game. He had five goals, eight assists last season. Very good. And then you got Dejan Lubitic, who will put, take more of a role in this season. He had, he wasn't bad either last season, but hopefully a step up from him. He's only 24 years old, so we'll see how that goes. But And then I give another... I mean, they have another really good player in Thibaut Horn. 
solid goalkeeper. You know what you're going to get from him. But I mean, when you have a when you have someone reliable like him in the back, it's it's a very it's a very good situation. Now moving on to Freiburg, Christian Streit is his, uh, stays as coach. The, you'll most often see them in a four four two three one. They do have some formations that they they have last season. They did, did rotate sometimes in in different formations. This season, though, in preseason, has largely been a four two three one. They have a de- they have a decent amount of talent uh coming in, but they also lose um Haber, Schlotterbeck, and Dimitrovic. Dimitrovic not a big loss, only a few goals and a few assists. Schlotterbeck is a big loss. Uh, one of their leaders, I believe, he might even have been captain last season. Um, and they're by far their best defender, so that's a big big loss for them. They win their cup match, and Ginter makes his like uh first important game. Uh, he will. He's a huge add to them. Matthias Ginter from Gladbach, free transfer, really good pickup. Very, very solid last season for Gladbach, and has been for a long time. Uh, also, they get uh, Ritu Duan, who I'm big, big fan of. I real, I'm really high on him. I think he's a fantastic player, and I think it's very good that they did end up getting him. Nine point five million from PSV Eindhoven. But he already has a goal for Frank for, for Freiburg in this game, this cup match, and looked very very lively. They get Daniel Kofi uh, Kira from St. Pauli, and I mean he he could be very 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 good. He's twenty six. He was pretty good last season. He had twelve goals, nine assists. Will that translate? I don't know. And how much game time he'll get? I don't know. But. Freiburg do rotate, so he'll definitely get his shot. But it will be very interesting to see how they rotate that. They also get Gregorovich from Augsburg, and that could be uh, that could be also very good. He had a decent amount of goals. He had nine goals f- for Augsburg, who really struggled to great opportunities. He did outform his XG, but I mean, maybe he's just very efficient. So that could be that could be another good pickup for Freiburg, as they have really struggled to find a. Uh, really good center forward, so we'll see how that goes. It will be very interesting. Key players. So, first one, I think is pretty obvious. Uh, Vincenzo Grifo, last season, 9 goals, 7 assists, was very good. And then the second one, I have Rizzo Duan. And yes, he's new, he's coming into this team. Yes, he got a goal, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm looking at that a little too much. But in the Netherlands, he had eight goals, one assist last season, and he only played in 24 matches. He had a goal every 189 minutes, especially coming off the right wing. That's not bad at all. Before this, he played with um, he had played with Armenia. He had got five goals, two assists, and a team that didn't create much. So not bad, not great either. But he took a big. My thing is, he took a big leap. He played much better in the Eredivisie. He played very good for PSV Eindhoven, so I really, I think, I think he, I think he could be very, very good, uh, in this, I mean, in this model, and I think he could provide a lot for Freiburg, because now, because now the teams can't just focus on Drifo and per, and stopping him. They've got another really good attack on the other wing, so I think that could really work to Freiburg's favor, and overall, this could be very good for them. And then another player I'd like to highlight um, 
in their midfielder, Hofler, who's very, very under the radar and very good last season. He's 32 years old, so it's not like he's a young star coming through. So he's not going to get that attention. He had two goals, four assists. But as a midfielder and more of a deep-lying midfielder at that, he was very, very, very good. His his uh, defensive work rate was outstanding. He created chances. Um, he didn't really have a whole lot to do with the attack. But if you look at his uh, his defensive, it's amazing. Seven block shots, 41 clearances, 46 interceptions. I mean, that's, those are ridiculous numbers. And, I mean, last just last season. So, he he was outstanding, had a great overall season, and could be really key for this Freiburg team going forward. And then you have Ginter, who has been decent and really solid for uh, Gladbach for a while, but now can really take forward, take charge of this team, and could be really, really key for them. As they have, I mean, they don't have the greatest goalie in Mark Flecken. He's solid, but he's not hes not Emmanuel Neuer or Jan Sommer. So, as long as, if, if Hoffler can shield the back line, Ginter can hold the back line down, and they can prov- and their Grifo and Dro- Doan can provide goals and assists, it's going to be a good season for Freiburg, and they can continue succeeding and in getting into Europe spots. It'll be interesting to see how much they can balance the squad, because they're going to have to do rotating being in Europe. So that's going to be interesting to watch, to keep an eye out on that. Moving on to Hertha Berlin. It's going to be another rocky road, in my opinion. I don't really see anything that says, oh, we've resolved the situation. Especially looking at this cup game. It was a 4-4, so you know their offense can click. But looking at this defense, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't good. There's a lot of gaps. There's a lot of discontinuity. We'll see how it goes. Um, again, this is another second division, uh, side, but I mean, Hertha Berlin should be beating, should be beating them realistically. So it shouldn't be, I mean, there's not a whole lot of excuses. Their front line did all get goals. Um, uh, Mazzino, uh, Mandaloy from, uh, he's a new act or he's been on Hertha, but didn't play last, or did play last season, just didn't make any impact. Only had one goal, one assist. Good start to the season, but I don't know. I, I really, I, I don't know if how much you can rely on him. Davy Zelka, he had four goals last season, but gets a goal here. He's one of my more key players for this Hertha Berlin team, and I think could make a good impact. They have Sander uh, Schwerber uh, as their head coach. Staying at Hertha Berlin uh, from last season, they do lose Stark Arnie Mayer, which I I um uh, I think is a big loss. I th- I think he had a very good impact on this team when there wasn't a whole ton of positive impacts really for this Hertha Berlin team. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how they uh can cover in their midfield from that one. It'll be interesting to watch that uh they. They lose uh, Javaro Derloson to Feyenoord. Uh, he he didn't he didn't play for Hertha Berlin last season, but they do get a nice chunk of change and seven million for him. They get uh, they lose Jordan Turungi to Ghent. 
again, he didn't play. He played with Ghent last season. But again, that's another five million. So they did collect some money. Arnie Mayer was five million, but he went to Augsburg. And they do have some other players going for small chunks of change, uh, but not a whole. No, there's not a whole lot of uh, big splashes. I mean, teams splashing out for other players because it just wasn't a lot. They get Wilfred Kanenga from Young Boys, uh, center forward. He only he didn't play much last season, uh, just because of injury and not just I don't know, just didn't get a lot of game time. Didn't really follow him too much, but looking at his stats, he played two games and had three goals and one assist. And the the in the season before in that Swiss Super League, he did play well. He had uh, twelve goals and fourteen assists, and had was had a goal every one hundred and thirty two minutes. So if that's what he can produce, then I really think Hertha Berlin could lead on him. I think it'll be interesting to see how he does factor in for this team and can he get game time and can he make a really positive impact on this team. I think that will be very, very key for them. Uh, then they also, they do get some other players. Like, it's not like they've, they haven't brought in a, a whole ton. They've got uh, Ivan Sununjic from Birmingham. Uh, a midfielder cost 4.6 million. 25 years old from Croatia. Played pretty well in the championship last season, so could be an Arnie Mayer replacement. Uh, they get jo- uh, John Joe uh, Kel- Kenny from uh, Everton. Didn't played some in the Premier League, not a whole lot, but could could be a nice addition at right back for them. We'll see how this season really does go. I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting to see how this season turns out for Hertha Berlin because it it, it was a struggle last season. They they survived on the relegation playoff, and I, I don't know. I just I don't think you can really trust looking at this team and go, this is a team that's going to improve. And I really don't. I don't see much improvement at all. Davy Zelka, I think, could be very key for them if he can get goals. And I think he can. I think it's in him. I think it's in him. He's only twenty seven. He has gotten double digits in the Bundesliga before, so I think it. He's got 22 in one season, so he knows how to score a lot. We'll just see if he can put it together for this Hertha Berlin team. If I think if he gets 10 goals, it'll be more, at least a more fun season to watch for them. Maybe pop, maybe better. That it's really only time's going to tell on that. I think it's very interesting to see how he how he plays for this team and really does he make a huge impact or not. Swat Serder will make a positive impact. He did last season, but. Again, it's just not always enough for a team like Heather Berlin. They need a lot more pieces to come together. Moving on to a team that I think will be better and really should be better is Hoffenheim. They win their cup match, and they'll keep their coach, um, Andre Brittenreiter, uh, same coach from last year. It's that's it's still po- it's very positive to keep the coach. They do lose some players though, and I think that couldn't. Uh, could have an effect on their team. It's not exactly what you want to do. But, I mean, they lose David Raum. They get $29 million for him, though. So that's a very, very good Tunga change. But he had 11 assists and 3 goals last year. Like, I don't know how you fix that production, especially from left back. So that will be very interesting to see how Hoffenheim cope with that one. 
and it's hard for them. Adiyaman goes to Cologne, as I previously mentioned. Didn't make a whole ton of impact for Hoffenheim, so not that big of a loss. Really, the biggest loss, though, is uh, David Realm. And really, the only loss, because they, I mean, they, it, it is a lot of money, but they do spend it. Uh, Stanley Ngsongu from Club Brew. He did play fine last season. But they really got him because he's 23 years old and a very, very solid player. And we'll see how he makes an impact on this team. Can he really shore up that back line? If, as he do lose a few uh, center backs, it'll be interesting to see, from my point of view, how he turns out. They do have, in my opinion, a decent amount of center back death, though. Kevin Vogt is pretty good. Uh, Stefan uh Posh played a good amount of games last season. Benjamin Hubner, who didn't play a whole lot last season, could be the one he slots in for, although they do get another center back. They get Ozan Kabak. Um, he's had a little bit of an interesting time. In his, he goes from Schalke on loan to Liverpool, doesn't play that well. Goes to Norwich, doesn't play that well. Now has gone to Hoffenheim and had a good cup match. He comes on late, later in the game, and gets his first uh, Hoffenheim goal, and I think this is, it's very good. He's only 5 million, so it's not that big of a deal. Then another big player they get is, they get Grisha Promel. He played for Union last season and was absolutely outstanding. I kept, I was a big, I praised him a lot. He had eight goals from the midfield, and really held Union's attack together. That's why I think they could struggle a bit without him. But he was so good last season, and he'll provide some goals, he'll provide assists, and really he'll provide a link from the midfield to the uh, forward line. He does have a good dribble on him, and he and he's really um, he he will look to pass forward. Uh, he looks to shoot. He looks to take take shots on. So I think he could be very good for uh, this Hoffenheim team. Looking at uh, this squad, there's a lot of talent on this team, but can they get it to work? So last season, it was really disappointing, especially from an Andre Cromer's perspective. Only six goals and nine assists. Let me put that in perspective. The season before, he had 20 goals and five assists. Now, this was the most assists he's ever had in the Bundesliga, but it, it's not enough. It, quite frankly, is not enough. Because when you only have six goals and you drop off a big production like 20 from the previous year, it's just a, it's a big drop-off, and I can see why it does hurt Hoffenheim. So they're going to rely on people like Promel, who does get a goal in this game as well. It looks like he could be used on the outside. And then, a num- and then another player you can look to, look to have an impact is Christoph Baumgartner. Uh, 23 years old uh, player from Austria. So... He he does have some he does have some experience, but he is quite young, and he does have a good value for Hoffenheim. So he's young. He's got seven goals to assists, and didn't play the whole season because he had some injuries and some knocks. So if he puts the season together, he could really skyrocket skyrocket Hoffenheim up the table and his value. And maybe next season he isn't on this team, but that could be some good money for this Hoffenheim team who doesn't always have the most money as they lost David Raum. But Grichy Promel could fill that void, and he's such a talented player that I think he could. 
but they have some, they have some other decent uh, players. Bauman's a good player, but I think they're going to rely on Kabak, Promel, Kramaric. And then I want to give another shout-out to Georgino Rutero. I talked about him a lot last year. He had eight goals, two assists, and he didn't play a whole lot. He averaged a goal over as pretty much at every 200 minutes. So I I think he could if he given more game time, he could really make a solid impact for this Hoffenheim team. And then the final team I'm going to talk about today, Mainz, Bo Svensson is their same coach um, out. They do lose some players, though. And I think that, I mean, these players go on the out, right? They're not they're not going to be on Mainz next season. And this is where I think Mainz could could see some uh, fallback. They get uh, they lose Musa and Kentia, center back to Nottingham Forest for $11 million, So they do get a decent amount of money from him. They lose uh, David uh, Neiman to Sampali. Not he didn't make a, a big of an impact at all for uh, for this mine team. Only had six appearances, but they do get another three point six million off of him. So that's not bad either. And then they lose Jerry Saint Juice, another center back to Sporting. Um, he did he played he didn't play a whole lot last season. Um, he struggled with injuries after playing a lot for them in the previous seasons, but another thirteen millions, and then, and so they've they've got a decent amount of money now, and they did spend it a bit. Uh, they they do acquire some decent talent. Um, they get Angelo Angelino Angelino Fugani, uh, from Engers in France, uh, five point five million. He had five goals, four assists last season, playing as a midfielder. But he can play all along that spine of the team, and I think he could be a really good asset. Uh, moving on, they also acquire Maxim uh, Lichek, uh from Bochum, four point four million. Obviously, Bochum had to sell players just because they're they're not the biggest team. But he did have a decent season last season. As a center back, so that's another good uh, business, I would say, from Mainz. They get Marcus Ingerson from Union for le- a little bit amount of money. De- Delangelo um, Burgers, um, they acquire him from Hercules. He played a little bit last season, just on loan for half the season. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. He did get a goal. We'll see if he even makes an impact for this team. They get Danny DeCosta, though. And he's he's been very interesting. His career's he's gone through a lot of teams in the Bundesliga, but um, he didn't play very well last season. We'll see how he's played. He hasn't really caught on, but he has a lot of speed and carries a lot of threat. So we'll really see how this how he really does impact this team. Mainz win their cup game. Um, they do get some players to chip in. Uh, Dominic Kaur from uh gets the goal from midfield. Um, D- Delino Burgazo gets the goal. I mean, that's it. It is good that he comes in and gets a goal. Uh, in the last bit, he got injured last season after scoring. So he, I mean, he does. He provides a goal here. So maybe there is something in him, but I don't know. It's for me. It's difficult to see. Ingbardson gets a goal. Can't really forget about him. He had six goals last season, so he could play a part in this might seem too. But 
Thank you for listening. This was episode two of the three-part series previewing the Bundesliga. There's one more tomorrow. Please listen to that after listening to this one. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.